Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we're here with Thais Gibson, um, awesome uh, lady doing some really neat things uh, in the personal development subconscious mind space. And I'm so thankful to have her on this episode. So first, thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here with you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know off air we talked about your amazing journey. Uh, but if you don't mind, you know, kind of sharing some of your story with the audience and track it till now. Yeah, absolutely. So sort of why I do the work I'm doing, it's definitely like a personal, really heart-based thing for myself because mm -hmm. I grew up in a lot of trauma, um, a lot of challenges and didn't really know because I think we all grew up in our families and we adapt to what's around us and yeah. we know, you know, this or that, but but it really set in for me when um, after having knee surgery from a sports injury just before my 15th birthday, um, I just got addicted to my painkillers right after. And it was like, I had this sort of rude awakening for the first time because I went through my first experience of withdrawals and I didn't know what was happening to me. I was like, what's going on? And I found somebody who would supply them for me at school. And I would like write in my journal at night, like I'm going to walk down this hallway to avoid her and I'm going to do this. And, and I would always lose this battle within myself of telling myself, this is the last time I'm going to stop. I'm not going to continue, but you know, you keep getting pulled back. And, and, um, and so it's pretty high functioning was an athlete, did get a soccer scholarship. And in one of my classes one day, somebody said to me in passing, probably through the grace of God, um, the conscious mind cannot outwill or overpower the subconscious mind. And that was this like breakthrough moment because it explained like, oh, that's the battle I fight every day. It's like the conscious mind being like, I'm going to avoid her in the hallway. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, and my subconscious having all these different motives at place, largely to avoid pain. And uh, basically from there, I, I went on a huge healing journey, did like 13 different certifications, a grad program, like everything I could to figure out the subconscious because I tried AA and NA and therapy and rehab and all these things weren't really working for me until I learned that. And it's the same reason we fail our New Year's resolutions because our goals aren't aligned with our subconscious mind. It's the same way we have a hard time breaking bad habits. All these different things are related to the subconscious. So it put me on this huge journey ran a practice and then eventually that got so busy um, that I decided to create an online school for people to sort of learn about all these different dynamics. Yeah, man, that is, that's good stuff. Um, it's, you. it's always neat when we can, um, well at the time it doesn't seem neat, but uh, when, we, <laughs> when we grow through it and look back on it, it's pretty neat <laughs> that, uh, that, you know, we can grow through some things and learn, and, you know, those challenges get on the other side and then use those to help others. 
Yes, absolutely. And I, I really, I think at this point, I've done enough work on myself and been through enough pain and then seen the benefits of that pain on the other side to like truly believe that any pain I'm experiencing as a person is actually just to wake me up to something within myself that needs healing, that needs attention, that needs to grow, that needs to be aware. And so when we don't see pain as this like horrible thing, we see it as like, hey, there's some golden nuggets in here that I'm going to extract and, on, and take Tanya. with me. It. it <laughs> come on <laughs> i mean it i swear to god man that's good stuff oh thank you <laughs> yeah i think too you know as you were saying it it made me think like a cycle you know you look at like the the symbol for like a cycle and it's yeah. like i think it's like the pain purpose passion uh cycle you know we take our pain and you know figure out okay what's the purpose for this pain Yes, you know, so absolutely. it's a purpose for everything, right? Absolutely. So, so, what's the purpose for this pain? And I think once we figure out what that is, uh, it allows us to ignite our passion, yes. right? And, and truly, just love what we do, and truly just be in alignment with our assignment, and and really, like when we get to that space, our path is is lit. I mean, like like literally, like lit you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's, it's both ways lit whatever however you look at it it's lit <laughs> but uh, but i think that's a great place to be in so just uh talk to us about you know what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of I would say really, truly the first one that I'm probably most proud of is just getting sober. You know, I used to think that yeah. I used to really have this story in my mind that like, oh, I'll probably just live till I'm 40 and die early and just live like this and this is it. And, mm -hmm. and you know, I kind of like points in my life just thought that would be the way. Like that's, I'm just going to be an addict forever and have a short life because it's going to take a toll. And, and so I think that was probably the biggest thing I've ever create like overcome in my life. It's such a, a tormenting thing to go through as well. So, so just beautiful to be out on the other side and to live a sober life and be happy and fulfilled. Yeah. Um, and then I would also say the second greatest thing is that I had a lot of things to work through with people. I had a lot of relationship healing to do with, with family. I had a lot of stuff and I really put my heart and spirit, like soul into that and have amazing relationships with everybody in my life at this point that at one point I didn't think I would get to have. Um, so really, really proud i would say those are my two biggest successes and then you know on a more surface level absolutely um starting our school running my practice and being able to really serve people with some of that powerful information and teach them about the subconscious so they can really heal love it love it love it love it well you know just hearing about your you know your amazing journey uh, hearing about the things that you're proud of i will consider all of that to be hugely successful so let's let's hit on success let's talk about success what is your definition of success I would say my definition of success is literally, are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Because I think we all can define success in different ways. And, and, you know, if we're not happy through like the more superficial levels of success, like the money or the car, then what's it for anyways, right? Like if we really look every single thing that we do is a subconscious strategy to try to gain a certain type of feeling, a certain type of happiness or reward or fulfillment. And so when we go through life and if we're trying to get that car to feel good or that house to feel good, but then we feel bad in the process of doing it, it's just going to cancel itself out in the first place. So I think no matter what type of life somebody lives or where they live or what they're doing, I think as long as you're happy and you're fulfilled, then that is really what the whole point is. And of course, purpose plays a huge role in that as well. No doubt. I think, uh, you know, that you said the magic F word fulfillment, fulfilled. Yeah. 
and and that's another good space to be. You know, we talked about the pain, purpose, passion, but uh, that fulfillment space is an amazing space to to be in. I mean, yeah, we can get you know awards and accolades and like you said, you know, car, whatever, house, all of those things. But but when you can get to that fulfillment space in your life, ooh, that's that's a good place to be. Yes, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Well, uh, I was going to say now to the fun part, but it's all been fun for me. Uh, but uh, uh, What I want to do is uh, as you were, you know, talking about your life and your journey, there's three words that came to me. And if you don't mind, I'd like to throw those out at you. And as you hear them, just, you know, talk about you know what comes to mind or what comes to heart uh, as you hear the words. And it could be a word, phrase or concept that you may have. You up for it? Yes. Love it. Uh, all right. So the first one is healing. Healing. Okay. So healing. I. I mean, we've gone about this for a while, but this is the biggest. Take your one. time. So, <laughs> so, so healing. I think is something number one we're all going to have to go through in our journey. I think with the way we're socialized as children in childhood is through the punishment reward system. So we're punished for doing things wrong. We're rewarded for doing th- for doing things right. And then as children, we become afraid of the punishment, but also afraid of not receiving the reward. And what this creates is this really profoundly fear-based system at the subconscious level where, you know, especially because this occurs at a time where we're completely dependent on our caregivers to survive. When they start punishing us and rewarding us and all these different things, we fear. What if they they abandon us? What if they disconnect from us? Like we, we might not survive. And so the subconscious mind actually at a very young age confuses and intertwines survival with approval. And this is why we're such an approval-seeking species. And so this one thing happens. And, and then secondarily to that, and this is more important, we take that punishment reward system and we install it in the relationship to ourselves. And our internal dialogue becomes painful and we're constantly putting ourselves down or we're beating ourselves up. And it's all because of the system we're socialized in. And so, so much of our healing actually requires uninstalling that program and learning to, yes, see when we make mistakes, see when we do things wrong, but not from a place of self-judgment and condemnation, from a place of inquiry and trying to understand and trying to go, oh, what led up to that? Because we can get into a position in our lives where we go, oh, you're such an idiot for doing that. Why would you do that? But if we don't look to see what led up to that, we're not going to solve the problem anyways. So we have to uninstall that, go underneath, start getting, in, start getting into inquiry, and then compassion in the relationship to ourselves, and then accountability. And so I always tell people, we're here to replace the punishment reward system with a system of inquiry, compassion, accountability. And sort of remember through an acronym of ICA. And those are two fundamental pieces of healing. And then the third one that I'll say that's maybe, you know, one of the most important as well is we have pain and suffering. Okay. Pain is, is a feedback mechanism that is inherent within all of us whenever we have unmet needs. And that's good. We're supposed to evolve and survive. And like when we had hunger pain, we go seek food. When we need, when we're thirsty, we get water. Pain is actually there to evolve us as people. Suffering is the story we tell about the pain. So if we have a basic human need for like love and connection, and then we go, oh, I'm unworthy of love and that's why I'm not getting it. Oh, I'm going to be alone forever. That's the suffering. And both of those are always giving us feedback that we are out of alignment. So so any emotional pain or suffering ever is literally of service to us. 
And if we can use that as like a mirror into ourselves and go, okay, I'm feeling pain. What's my unmet need? And how can I actually get this need met? How can I create a strategy? Or, hey, what painful narrative am I telling about this unmet need? Like, oh, I'm going to be alone forever because I have no love and connection. And correct our dialogue and the relationship to ourselves, correct that narrative. Literally, we get in control of how we feel. And then our behavior follows. So those are some important components of healing. Hold, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hey, hey, like I had, like I was, you took us to church, like I was in church at the pocket square. I'm like, I had to look at it, like, <laughs> I had to throw it at you. Boy, that was, that's some good stuff right there. <laughs> Thank you. Man, that is awesome. I can't wait to go back and watch that again. I took notes just so I was taking notes. But I'm going to go back again and take some more notes on top of the notes. Thank you so much. Okay. I just wanted to let you know that. Man. Hey. All right. I don't even know if we can get to the next two. Let's go. Hold on. I'll take a break with my hand. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So the next one, and you kind of hit on this a little bit. You talked about relationships. Mm. the next word is relationships such a powerful word i remember reading in a book a long time ago i think it was called the shack and it was the opening line of the book and it said most of our pain comes from our relationships but so does most of our healing and i always loved that that phrase because i think it's really true and i think the most important thing about relationships period is that they're always going to mirror your internal relationship to yourself so the things that people upset in you from outside of you is always going to be a representation of our shadow selves. So if somebody triggers you, for example, because they're taking advantage of you, you can guarantee that the people who get most triggered by that are also the people who most take advantage of themselves to please other people. And whatever it is that bothers us about other people is a direct reflection of some version of how we treat ourselves. And so relationships provide this beautiful, powerful mirror. The people who end up with really critical partners, guess what? Always the most self-critical individuals in their internal dialogue to self. Everything mirrors a pattern. And so I think when we look at relationships as these beautiful, powerful opportunities for healing the relationship to self, and again, like that mirror, that feedback mechanism that's there, when we clean those things up, we're no longer critical to ourselves. We don't put up with criticism from others. When we're no longer taking advantage of ourselves to please other people, we don't put up with being taken advantage of for others. It's no longer a subconscious comfort zone that our subconscious act is actually working to maintain and so relationships are a powerful healing tool for that reason mm. another another guy man, i didn't know if it was going but it's the same it was, <laughs> it was the same good <laughs> all right and then, the, and then the last word i'm gonna pause for a little bit on this one because this this is a good one right here it's it's legacy oh wow so I would say the first thing that comes to mind, what a powerful word too, yeah. with legacy is I think all of us here are sort of here to show up in the world, figure out who we are first at our core. And that becomes our legacy because from that space, when we're truly in tune with ourselves, what our deep subconscious needs are, the impact we want to create, what we feel like our purpose is, that's how we end up leaving that legacy for other people. And I think when we get into who we truly are, that's how we're always best of service. And so as human beings, we all have six basic human needs. 
And one of the biggest human needs is contribution. And it'll rank differently for different people, but I've always seen a really powerful relationship. So to, to give the different needs, uncertainty, certainty, uncertainty is like novelty, certainty, growth, love and connection, and contribution. And so when we get really aligned with ourselves and we get really clear on who we are, every single person from that space that I've ever met naturally wants to then go out and contribute and share and give. And I think that's the space we truly leave a legacy from, not from the cars we have, not from the house we buy, none of that, but actually from being in alignment with who we truly are first and everything comes in as as an authentic expression from there. So good. So good. Well, before we get off, if you don't mind sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love. Yes, definitely. So um, uh, I put out free daily YouTube content at um, personaldevelopmentschool-taiesgibson. And then I have a big school with all kinds of stuff going on in there, about 40 different courses I've written um, at www.personaldevelopmentschool.com. Well, there it is. Again, I just want to say thanks so much for taking the time to interview uh, with the Success Chronicles and dropping some heat. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Dropping some heat. Truly appreciate it. And I wish you continued success. Thank you so much. Such a blessing to be here with you today. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.